What's up, party people? Ain't no party like a Cali Gold party, cause a Cali Gold party don't stop. Pour yourself a glass of that Cali Gold with your boy, Snoop Dogg. Across from the historic Chicago Theater, this is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Carmen and Yurka, live from the Old National Bank State Street Studio on WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. <laughs> Happy hump day, everybody. Hope you're having a nice one. Carmen, Yurko, Black and Abdallah on the other side of the glass. Guys are on tonight, six to eight after Waddle and Sylvie. They're in for Greeny tomorrow. We'll get to crosstalk with the guys. Uh, before I play the big cat stuff from Waddle and Sylvie yesterday, this is Adam says, I have to go to Luciano, our friend, our paisan in Oak Park. Luciano. <laughs> Luciano. My God. How are you, My buddy? God. What's going on? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys? We're doing good, wonderful. Good. Well, you know, um, in Europe, in Italy, in Europe, we grew up watching uh, MotoGP, which is not super famous in the States, right? Uh, but we had uh, a guy that now is not recent anymore, but from when he was 16, he didn't even have a license, and he was winning. He was the son of a racer, and he won nine world champion titles. So, Who was that? Who was it? Valentino Rossi. Valentino, Valentino, Valentino Rossi. 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 Valentino Rossi. Valentino <laughs> Rossi. See, that's why Luciano, we need him. Uh, our paisan. I'm going to drag him with me to the Olive Garden if I lose the bet to Motorcycle Black. racer. I'll hey. that to him. Yeah. Motorcycle uh, racer. Valentino Rossi. And he says he was much hyped. Much hyped. Let's see this guy. In right. Italy. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Much hyped. Boy, this is a young kid. Well, he he's was. 43. He, but he started racing when he was 16 and didn't have a license. Yeah. He didn't have a license. Yeah. No kidding. And he's, uh, he's got on 89 one of those, wins. He's on those motorcycles. They're doing like 150. I don't know yeah, how they're, fast they're, they're going they go. sideways. They're going you know? sideways. They're with a knee on the ground almost, Car. We call them Ubats is what we call them Moto in Italian. G- is that what you call them? What do you yeah, call them? call them crazy. What? Oh. That's what you call them. I didn't know. I thought you might have said a little something there. No, 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 no. A bit, no. A bit offensive. I was That's just worried about say. that. But all right, Luciano nailed one. Uh, Mubats. Ubino uh, Italia. Valentino Rossi. Good looking kid. Uh, yesterday, listen to this, York. I want to know what you would think. I want to know what you guys would do. So, uh, Big Cat's on with Waddle and Sylvia's right. weekly visit. He's got a couple of guys he's t- uh, talking about. A couple that, Eagle fans. Uh, a, couple, a couple of Eagle fans. That work for him. And this is what he did. Listen to this. My producer for Part of My Take is, uh, we have a bunch of people who work on the show, but one of the guys, one of the main guys, is a diehard Eagles fan. From Philly, diehard Eagles fan. So, I have, I just actually did this. I purchased a ticket for the Super Bowl. He and another co-worker of mine who's a diehard Eagles fan, I bought them two Super Bowl tickets. They're like six grand each, my own money. And the and 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 how I'm gonna do it, I told them very very succinctly, if the Eagles win, that's a treat on me because I'll win my future. If the Chiefs win, I want every single dime back. <laughs> so they have to pay me back. So they're going to this game, and it could either be the greatest night of their life. They get to go see their team win the Super Bowl for free. Or they quit. Or they get to watch their team lose the Super Bowl, and then they have to pay me back $6,000. Each. 
Have they agreed? They've agreed. Oh to yeah, this. they agreed. They've agreed. To yeah. This. Okay. Yeah, because what, what, I mean, who who in their right mind wouldn't agree to it? You, it's a risk, but I like love the it. upside is, it's the greatest night of your life, and you got to go to the Super Bowl for free. That's a six thousand dollar wager on their behalf, right? I did also put in the, the the there is a disclaimer that if the Chiefs do win the Super Bowl, so if the Eagles win, I said to my producer Max, you can you can go party, have the night of your life, call into the show. You know, we'll do it on the phone. That's fine. If the Chiefs win, I want you marching right back to where we're staying, and I'm going to make you cry on Monday's part of my take. <laughs> so that is part of it too. I should have mentioned that as well. Are they? It's good content. It's fabulous content. It's incredible. And he said, who in their right mind wouldn't do it? I don't think I would do it. 6 is a lot of money. How much faith do you have in your boys and your guys and the Eagles? So that's the question. Would you do it? If you were offered a ticket to see your team in the Super Bowl and the person who gave you the ticket said, here, this ticket costs $6,000. You go, enjoy the game. But if your team loses... You pay me back. Do you do it? I turned down tickets to go see the Bears play the Indianapolis Colts. I know you did. I turned them down. Said, no, thank you. And they're a lot less than that. I said, nope. That was 17 years ago. Don't want them. Yeah, $2,400. Said, nope, I don't want them. I'll watch. And I did. Ended up watching the game. Yeah, and, and you actually perfect. got. I mean, listen, the weather stunk for that game anyway. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, was raining. Rain. I mean, it, it basically raining. rained the whole game in Miami. It was one of the worst weather conditions in recent Super Bowl memory, to yeah. be honest. It was just a consistent, consistent rain. rain. Wasn't a deluge by any stretch, but it rained. I mean, it rained hard at halftime. Remember, Prince almost slipped off the stage. Yes, I, I do mean, remember like it, that. So Yurko made the wise Very decision. Active, yeah, you chose. Wisely, and I ate at uh, the Hofbra House down there in Miami. <laughs> That's the best part. Yeah. You're going South to Miami Beach. with the greatest Cuban food in the world. He's like, let's go to the Hofbra House. Well, it's not where I wanted to go, Carm. <laughs> we went across the street to the bar, and the bar had no seats, you know, inside, but you could sit outside under an umbrella, okay. theoretically, which you were still going to get wet. Going to get wet. The Hofbra House was empty. Nice they had a dry. TV in there. <laughs> Me and my ex-roommate were the only two in there watching the joint. Awesome. And we had a couple people from New England slip in. Awesome. Uh, a foursome, uh, two uh, elderly couples that uh, sailed their yacht down oh, to Miami. Really? Yeah. And, uh, you know, just were looking for a dry place to watch the game. That's Come great. on in. That's great. There's ample room here as I had a veal shank. So would you do it, uh, no. Abdallah? So... I okay. So last college football national championship, the, which was in uh, Indianapolis, Indy. yep. I drove to Indianapolis right. that day, went yep. and saw my team lose a national championship, mm-hmm. and drove home that night. Now it didn't cost me anything except for gas because I used a media credential. Mm-hmm. Now if it was reversed and you guys were like, "Hey, we'll buy you a ticket, you get to go," but if Alabama loses, you got to pay, pay us. Pay me back. No, no freaking way. It's the best bit ever. No I freaking love it. way. I wish I would have thought of there's it. There's no way. It's, it's not, the best. There's no amount of money, I don't think, they, especially six grand. Six grand? Like a grand is too much, I think, to, eh, to, to, see, I could say. to see your your team lose and then you have to pay that. Because, like, I could understand it if the Eagles were, like, a seven-point favorite. If you were like, all right, some some fluky team got through in the AFC, the Eagles are money, like, this is, this is, I'm going to win this, no problem. 
But I mean, it's a it's a you're going against Patrick Mahomes. What's the cutoff? Is there a cutoff? So you said even for a grand, like for a grand, I'd do it. I mean, it depends on how much the tickets were, but I would say like I might even do it for fifteen hundred. To be honest, anything uh, over that, and I'm like, you start anything over fifteen hundred. I don't know. I I like my money. Maybe a thousand is the cutoff. Yeah, a thousand you do it. A thousand might be the cutoff. Yeah. Not for I'm not doing it for six boys. I'm telling you, there's no way. But you got like they're already there. They don't have to do any traveling. It's just the tickets are six grand each. That's insane. Six grand. Black, you doing it? No. Right? No. No. I I, I went uh, to the Super Bowl uh, Bears Colts. I was there, and the ticket was six hundred dollars. Wow. Think about how much it was. Uh, so my dad, uh, he paid for it all. It, it was great. I was in college. It was fantastic. Uh, $600 to get into the game, the game ticket. $600 for the pregame party the NFL put on. Oh, my God. And we went. It was we great. Went. Yeah. That it was, was unbelievable. The stadium? Yeah. Well, it was in like, uh, it was in the parking lot. All right. I and it you. was like tented. It was like the nice tents. I got You know, the nice like tents the that they put up. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it was incredible. I bet. We were so hammered, uh, but no, I would not do it. No, no nah, that's craziness. I was even trying to think what's the most I've ever spent on a ticket. And I think it was for one of the Hawks Stanley Cup games. I think in 2013, I, I took my you, dad. I can tell you the most I got for my tickets. Oh, I know you could, yeah. <laughs> I took my dad to game one of that series, and I, I pay, and I bought tickets. I bought two seats, and I had paid a pretty penny. You know, not 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 anything close to what we're talking about here, though. But I I, I was just trying to figure out. We've been we've been fortunate and lucky. Let's face it. I mean, because what we do, we've gotten to see some cool sporting events, and you know, had we not done this for a living, and you wanted to go to Cubs, and at the time they were still the Indians uh, in Cleveland, you know, you would have had to shell out a pretty penny. I mean, Sylvia when. Those anybody, Danny, anybody who's a Cup fan, he would have had to shell out a pretty penny to get into that game. We were pretty fortunate. We got to do this. We do this for a living, and we were able to get in and see that. And we saw history in one of the craziest, most memorable sporting events I've ever been at in my entire life. Yeah, my buddies greased the wheels of the uh, the, the attendance. Your buddies are smart. Yeah, your, your buddies, as Southside guys, they know how to work. They it. Find a way. <laughs> found a way. <laughs> found people that needed a little bit of cash more than they needed their work integrity. That's a great story. Yeah, three hundred bucks. They both got in. Nobody's getting good for better than that. Let's face it. Boom. I was dying. Standing room only. Left field. I love it. Hey, they were in the building. Left field. You saw the. You saw the Rajay Davis home run. Yeah, landed right by their feet. Watched it. Kareem. Kareem off the foul pole. I was. I was having a good time listening to that yesterday and thinking, man, would I? And I quickly came to the determination that there's no way. And if there is a cutoff for me, fifteen hundred, I think, might be the tops. Where somebody said, this is what the ticket costs. It could cost you nothing. But if your team loses, you got to pay up. I can't believe the two producers. What are they paying the producers at Barstool? I don't think they, oh, I think it matters to them. What do you mean? It I, I think that's, that's, the, that's the story. I think Carm's on something. I think that's the story. The story is what? Yeah. Oh, should we all go work for Barstool? I mean, what are they paying yeah, the producers? I, we, we, we were, we were going to say I it up front, Carm, but uh, the, I think that's the, talking behind the glass. I think that was the uh, theme here is what? that what is going on I over there? I wanted to call in and ask big. I'm like, what are you paying your producers exactly? What? You guys are throwing around six k on it. I mean, well, Big Cat's doing it the best because well, he paid. Hold on, he paid three thousand for each ticket. He told him he paid six. Well, maybe. And so, he's got scratch. Don't get me wrong. He was on oh, the ground yeah. floor. I mean, I know he's got money for oh. Big Cat. Six k is not that much. Fine. For Big Rosa, Cat loses six k in a day. I know. <laughs> then he's a high roller. 
ah, six thousand dollars. I'm like, what? What are the producers doing over there for crying out loud? Well, they haven't had to pay it yet. It's a nice ratings bonus. They might have to. <laughs> oh they might have to scrounge up the uh, the money. Uh, next time I see Chief, I'm going to have a little sit down with him and talk to him. Well, well what? what What's happening over there? That the producers are willing? Yeah, sure. I got six k for yeah, a ticket. Oh yeah, why not? Let's let's make the bet. Coffee money in Philadelphia. <laughs> I mean, really, it's a lot of cheesesteaks. And then they talk. Then you have to start wondering: Do you hedge it a little by betting against no. your team? No, you can't. Do just that. to be safe, you can't do that, Carm. It's just a lot of money. It doesn't it's not matter. Six hundred dollars. It's six thousand dollars. Understand what it is. You can't. You can't. You put two K on Kansas oh City. Oh my god! I can't even believe it. Mm. Well, I'm getting physically ill. <laughs> you can't do it because then now you're putting a gucci against your own team. You're kind of putting a gucci on them. You can't right. put a gucci on them. You'd feel that way, wouldn't you? That of you'd be gucci you your would. own team. I couldn't believe it. How quickly he said, "Oh yeah, they they agreed." I was right. like, "Damn, dude." When we come well, back, they'll, t- they'll try to talk their way out of it. Is what they'll well, try. Well, maybe to do. they will. Maybe yeah. you're right about that. Or they'll have them do something insane for them to get out of it. You know? May, yeah. Maybe. Maybe Kat just tells them, "Okay, fine, I'll let you out." But they have to do embarrass yeah. themselves on like That's a barstool right. video. You got to run around naked. Yeah, they got to do something completely crazy to get out of it. That's a, it's a lot of scratch. <laughs> he said he joked. He goes, "They got a week to pay it back, otherwise the juice starts running." <laughs> Ten points a week. I don't want to be indebted to Big Cat. Put a kidney up for sale. Oh, my God. Start selling uh, whatever you can. Better hit the sperm bank. Sell your hair, whatever you can. Coming up next. Well, what do you think they're paying over there? I don't know. You're, yeah, what are they, what's the going rate? Right You're going to go every day. The, what are the going rate right for the boys these days? We, we every day, twice a day. We'll call Vince Vaughn, find out how much it was on the delivery, man. <laughs> Speaking of hedging, coming up, Luke Pergandy is uh, getting ready to go out to Arizona for the waste management and for the Super Bowl. He'll tell us uh, what those guys should do, how they should start looking for tickets on PropSwap. We'll talk to Luke for a little bit. We can take more of your calls and tell us what you would do. Would you do it? Would you say, okay. If my team wins, it's the experience of a lifetime. If they lose, I'm going to be pissed. Oh, and I owe somebody $6,000. 312-332-3776. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Super Bowl week. You know, good news on the injury front for the Chiefs. Remember when I told you on Monday, one of the biggest things to watch. Forget about all the injuries with the wide receivers for Kansas City. I, right. I shouldn't say forget, but I mean, you know, yeah, Mahomes you can't is ankle. forget about it. Legarius yeah. Sneed in concussion protocol. Remember I told you? Yes. Cleared. Cleared. So Legarius Sneed's good to go. Otherwise, they're starting nothing but rookies at corner. And they need LeJarius Sneed. If they're going to hang with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, they're going to need him in this game. They're going to need him to play the whole game, unlike uh, what happened in the Cincinnati game where he got knocked out early with the concussion. But LeJarius Sneed has cleared protocol. Andy Reid was pretty tight-lipped, as you'd expect. But he did say, like, all of our rostered players have practiced this week. That was going into today, Yurko. Mahomes, obviously, is not 100%. They're not trying to hide that. There's no reason to. We know that he's not going to be 100%. But they're all saying that he's much better now than he was going into the, the championship game. Going into the championship game, yes. Yeah. And that extra Which time would off only expect. is helping. Of course. Yeah. He's still young. He's you know he's going to heal a little bit quicker. Yeah. And Hyperbaric chambers, yeah. all types of bio. What is it called? Biomedicine now? Biohacking. Biohacking uh, that they've got that's bio- available. Biohacking. Spin some stem cells. Maybe. You know, all types of blood spinning going on. They might. 
We've got Super Bowl 57 on Sunday. Waste management starts tomorrow. Our buddy Luke Pergandy is going to be out there. He's from Chicago. He's one of the co-founders of PropSwap.com and the PropSwap app. But he went to Arizona. So while he's going to be a little bit north of his alma mater in Tucson, he's got lots of friends in the Scottsdale area. I think he's sleeping on someone's couch uh, this week. And he's going to be out there for all the festivities. Luke, what's going on, buddy? You're leaving tomorrow, right? Yeah, leaving tomorrow, uh, land at 10 a.m., going to meet with some uh, investors at Waste Management on Thursday. Love it. And then um, probably go again on Saturday and then Friday maybe hit Radio Row, um, which is uh, the downtown Phoenix Convention Center. Dude, it's going to be a whirlwind. What are you more excited for, the Waste Management or the Super Bowl? (laughs) That's a tough question. (laughs) I mean, Super Bowl, just because I'm in the industry, but, man, Waste Management is is a -a one-of-a-kind golf tournament. I highly encourage anyone. Uh, they watch golf at all. This is this is the most attended golf tournament in the world. Um, absolutely worth the trek down to Phoenix for uh, this weekend, maybe next year or the year after. That's great. All right, so what are you guys seeing right now in terms of tickets that are desirable, tickets that are uh, are hot? You obviously have two quarterbacks that are right about the same odds uh, for Super Bowl MVP. After that, there's a drop-off. But a guy like Kelsey, and we talked about this on Odds Couple last week, a guy like Kelsey's interesting. Tough award for a tight end to win, but if anybody can do it, you think it could be a player like Travis Kelsey. Yeah, totally agree with that. Defense has just refused to guard this guy. I don't get it. Um, you know, and, and, and credit to Andy Reid, obviously, they put him in creative position to get him the ball. But he is just so slippery when he gets near that red zone and, um, he is almost always good for a touchdown at least. So, yeah, that's a great pick. You know, obviously, with props off, if you buy Travis Kelsey MVP ticket at odds at 12 to 1, he has one or two touchdowns in the first half. You can flip it for six times what you paid for it, as opposed to just the traditional money line that's only going to pay you, you know, plus 120. Um, so, yeah, I mean, tickets that are hot right now on props off, we got a Chiefs uh, plus one and a half bet at minus 110. Um, so if you're leaning Kansas City, they're minus 112, even minus 115. And some books, a plus one and a half. Um, I love you saw this Darren Novell article. It's kind of making the rounds this morning. We had a, a past customer. Um, he was looking at selling this bet, but he's going to hold on to it. He bet ten grand at the win in Vegas at 30 to 1 odds on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. So this oh, ticket man. would pay 310 thousand dollars uh he is not hedging he's got plenty of capital like that's you know some guys that come to us that are like look like i have capital to bet on the chiefs to go hedge this thing he's not doing that so mm-hmm. it takes a lot of cojones to not bet a, a dollar mm-hmm. on kansas city it is 300 uh, or nothing um, it would sell for 175k on props up if he wanted to list it that does take a lot of cojones. did he think about selling it at all or he just why, why, yeah. i'm surprised yeah. 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 So he's quoted in the article as saying, I made two tickets. He's got a 5K ticket, another 5K ticket um, with the intent to sell it on props off. His opinion is look, I think the Eagles are the better team and they win, in his opinion, 80% of the time. Um, Which I agree the Eagles are the better better team. I don't agree at 80%. Right. But just things happen. Like, you know, God forbid Jalen Hurts gets injured or something, then what? You know, just it's sports and. Um, to me, like I would flip one of those for eighty grand, but um, we'll see what happens. I mean, the odds will tell you it's not eighty percent. So uh, that's uh, that's right. pretty that's pretty unbelievable. Do you guys notice with sports betting becoming more and more popular, but still not being legal 
everywhere in every state that it's weekends like this that are really good for you guys, that the volume just really increases? Yeah. Yeah, I think obviously California, Florida, Texas, three gigantic states that don't have legal sports betting. Yeah, we certainly see that tick up. Um, you know, but for the Super Bowl, like everyone's got an out for this. Like I, you know, my grandmother and mother were betting Super Bowl squares when I was growing up in like Rolling Meadows, Chicago. Um, so you know, for the most part, if you want to get some action down, you can. But the big bets, we definitely see sell better coming into this week. There'll be you know, there's billions and billions of dollars wagered on Sunday's game, legal and and illegal. Yeah, I mean, sixty. I read one article. Speaking of articles written about this, uh, record fifty million adults in the U.S., roughly twenty percent of the population, expected to combine to bet approximately sixteen billion dollars on Super Bowl 58. What happens when these shops start floating the exotics, like the cross-sport ones? Uh, People get interested in buying and selling and flipping those, too? Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, we see, so Circa and Vegas, and they're in a few other states as well now, they do a really good job at offering cross-sport parlays. Um, So, you know, example would be Eagles to win this weekend and Sixers to win the NBA Finals. You know, and just kind of do these city cross-sport parlays. But, yeah, we sell tons of those. Um, it's just – it gives yourself some options. You'll say the Eagles win, and then, you know, Sixers going on a nice run. In March, you can flip it for, you know, ten times what you paid for it. Yeah. All right. So – and the golf will be hot this weekend for you guys. Golf's always good. The big events especially, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, Scheffler is a pass winner. He's really low odds. He's about 10 to 1. Uh, JT is around 20 to 1. Uh, you you got whoever is you're picking has to be able to play with crowd noise. This, yep. this tournament is just super super loud. Sixteen is is the notorious hole at the par three. There's an awesome video of, of Tiger holding it about 15 years ago. There's beer getting thrown everywhere. It's 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 such a non golf video as opposed to yeah. the Masters where they pipe in birds and it's you know very very quiet as opposed to this tournament where there's just beer getting spilled everywhere. Um, but yeah, so Scheffler's a prior winner. He's about 10 to one Fowler's like 55 to one. That'd be like a prop swap special to me. Just grab Fowler early, you know, today or tomorrow and then flip it on Saturday or Sunday. If he makes the cut, he always finds a way to choke, but, um, he's, he's 55 to one. So, you know, if you could flip that on, on Saturday, new odds of seven to one, you're making almost 10 times your money. Which part are you going to uh, this weekend? Any good ones? Um, so Darren Avell has a, he's promoting this new drink called kickstand. Um, that's at the Montauk. If anyone knows Scottsdale, um, we'll swing by that Saturday, do the waste management on Saturday afternoon. Obviously go to 16. Um, there's so many fanatics is throwing a party sports illustrated. Everyone legends is, uh, I think that's Jerry Jones's company. Mm. They're having one on Friday. So, um, it's always a blast and you gotta, gotta pace yourself. Lots of water. Yeah, lots of water, lots of liquid IVs. We'll talk to you on Odds Couple Friday. Have fun, and uh, we'll catch up again before the game Friday, okay? Thanks, guys. Bye, Con. Bye, your cup. All right, Gabe. There's Luke Pergandy who's going out. You know, hit the waste management twice. I've got a name for you. Sunday. I've got a name for you. Okay. Hideki Matsuyama, two-time winner. A two-time winner at, at Waste Management? Two-time winner of this event in 16 and 17. So he doesn't mind the crowd. Always capable, Hideki ah. Matsuyama. He doesn't mind the crowd because you know, it's a foreign language to him, the screaming. Yeah, so in the he can't hear the, the yells. It's the screaming in the air. He doesn't understand it. Um, have you ever been out that. there for that? No, I've never been out there for yeah, that. Me neither. I've had friends that go. Yep. A lot of people got on the bucket list. Let's get out there and let's you know, have a good time. It's like a bucket list item yep. for a lot of people. I do think it would be pretty cool. One of these days, maybe I'll get out there. I've heard if you're ever out in the summer, 
go play like a twilight round on that course because they give it away basically. Yeah. You know, it's the middle of the summer. Nobody's out there playing Nobody's anyway. Playing. I had a buddy who used to travel out there for work a lot. He'd be down there in June. He said, you know, if you could stand the heat, three you go later in the day, you go three at three o'clock, yeah. and you could play it for a song. And it's song like, yeah, in the dance yeah, car. Yeah, play a pretty famous course and a pretty cool golf course. And then we'll go to DeFalco's and pick up some uh, good uh, Italian meats. DeFalco's is legit. And, and de- delicacies. We got to be related, right? You'd think. It's like the most famous Italian deli in I mean, Phoenix. At some point, yeah. Got to be related. At some point. How yeah. many DeFalco's could there be? A nice yeah. sandwich. Mortadelle. They make a great. They got a mortadelle sandwich. It's unbelievable. Dude, they got a sausage sandwich Boop. that is. Whoo, Legendary red Carmen. peppers. Yeah. yeah, man, it is. Legendary. It's a good deli. Do you like your Italian sausage spicy or do you like it mild? I'm more of a mild guy. I don't I don't like the spice yeah. quite as much. Give me mild jardinere, mild. There's mild, only a handful uh, of things spicy. I can eat spicy and it's not jardinere. But a spicy Italian sausage I can handle. Yeah? I can handle. But that's the only spicy thing that can be on it. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, you don't want to double go, up then? I got, I got to go with a mild. Mild jardinier, then, if I'm going to do that. Yeah, I like mild. I don't know. And your roasted red peppers are always quite flavorful. I love roasted red peppers. Yeah. And those aren't hot. That's the beautiful thing about it. They're just sweet and fiery and delicious. You get like that little char flavor, but they're super sweet. And make a little roasted red pepper sauce. Goes with tons of great things. Of course. It's a great condiment. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. It's a great condiment. All right. Prophylactics out of this. (laughs) Funny guy. Uh, we got cross talking about 30, 312 Matsuyama, Carm. Hey, you heard it here first. You heard, you heard it, it here first. Sell that one on prop swap. See what the odds are. What for did that. you say his odds were right now? Oh, I don't know, Carm. I'm oh. just telling you, he's a two time champion and recently. He's, and he's in the field? He, of course he's in the field. Why wouldn't Hideki be there? Look. Is he playing the live tour? Well, they've got, they're in Singapore this week. He's, he's a PGA Tour member. Well, I know. Here, Phoenix Open. Find the list, Carm. Yeah, he's in the field. Of course 30, he's there. 35 to 1. 35 to 1, Carm. Turn that ticket over. Not bad. John Rahm's your favorite, 7 to 1. Rory's 8.5 to 1. And then you heard uh, Luke mention Scotty Scheffler. Scotty's 12 to 1. We should call, you know, Randy Merkin because this was his specialty. Golf. Golf was his specialty. I was Wait, texting with Randy yesterday. Yeah. $3 to win on Matsuyama. Three dollars, five dollars to win on that's, Fowler. That's a Randy bet if I've ever heard of one. Three dollars to win. <laughs> it's Garvin and Yurko. We'll be right back. Working from home, we're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN One Thousand. How about that number, by the way? Sixteen billion. That's what the American Gaming Association expects this weekend. And that's just like legalized betting. Right. You know, that's 16 that billion. That is what we, 50 million people gambling 16 billion, yes. right? That's yes. what they say. That's legal. That's legal. Betting. That's legal betting card. Not to mention all the other nefarious activities that will be going There's on. nefarious activities out there, Kurt? As well. Squares, mm, pools. And no gambling like at Bushwood. The gambling is illegal at Bushwood. And so I never slice. Never slice. Al's in Portage Park. What's up, Al? Hey, what's up, fellas? Thanks for taking my call. You excited? I mean, listen, how you feel about the Chiefs going into this weekend? You're a big Chiefs fan. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, definitely am. Thanks for remembering. Um, you know, I think their defense has to win it for them like they did in the AFC Championship game. Um, you know, the defensive line has to, you know, stop the run there and then also test test uh, Jalen Hurts on if he can get the ball down the field. You know, he might still be dinged up, too, with his shoulder. Yeah. I, I think it rests on their defense. Uh, you know, the Chiefs' offense, um, you know, they were running on fumes at the end of that game. 
in the AFC Championship game. Well, that's because they were running out of receivers, I think. You know, with two weeks off, you should be a little healthier, so. Yeah, and, you know, they, they of course, rely a lot on Mahomes because the receivers don't always uh, win their one-on-one matchups beside Kelsey. You know, he's the guy you could depend on. And, yeah, I just, I really think it's going to rest on their, uh, on their defense you know, right. for them to win. Good breakdown. But, uh, what, what, what I wanted to mention is uh, it sounds like Big Cat, you know, really made this uh, hedge-proof on these couple producers because, you know, they're there to watch the Eagles win. They get the ticket for nothing. If they go and bet the Chiefs to hedge it, um, you know, Eagles win. Now they got to pay that Chiefs bet, right? Well, sure, of course. I mean, he's got him in a trick bag. And like Yurko said, you don't want to put bad juju on your team anyway. And I'm not talking about Juju Smith-Schuster. He really does have them by the you-know-what. Yeah, the shorties. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, buying a ticket, buying a ticket, it's all on what's worth to you. Like, I I went to the AFC Championship game a couple years ago. I paid... Twelve hundred. I bought a really good ticket. I paid twelve hundred for it. That's when they beat the Titans, and that was awesome. But then I didn't feel it was worth it to spend. I think it was about six thousand to put up in the in the nosebleeds in Miami. You know, for the Super Bowl. It's crazy. I know. Al, thanks, buddy. I, I, it's just too much money to spend to see. I mean, to see your team play a game. I'm sorry. I especially football, which is the most glorious. I tell them the on ticket, television. Right. The ticket to me, it's already been bought. It's only worth three thousand to me. So I'd pay you three thousand. Pay, pay a half. Yeah, I'll pay a half back. I little. just, like, I can't wrap my head around that. Now, if you got stupid money and you, and and if it just doesn't matter, I guess that's one thing. But I think for most of us, six thousand dollars is a lot of money to it's spend a on money, a ticket. Kyle. Yeah, to one game. Yeah, I'm. I can't do it. That's so you know, over the course of a lifetime, six thousand may not be a lot, but no, one game in 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 the uh, in the micro right now, and then you got to get time and everything else. Yeah. Like, what well, ain't easy? I don't think I could bring myself to do it. I love the Bears, and I'd love to see them back in a Super Bowl. And would it be fun to be able to say you were there and see it? Sure, but if you tell me, well, I got you a ticket. It's eight grand. Keep it. I'll go to Waddle's house. Watch the game for free. Yeah, I, I just I can't wrap my head around. Yeah, he'll get, he's got some friend. Uh, what's that called? Francesco? What's that? What type of wine is that? Francesco? Francisco? Prisoner? Fred, not prisoner. I'm talking about the style of wine. Francesco? What kind of wine? Frescobaldi? Frescobaldi? I don't know. Idea? Pinot Noir? What ah, either about? way, he's got some wine there for you, right? Fresco. Fresco is fresco a wine? wine? I don't know. I'm asked. I'm looking at this 19 crime sitting right there's, in front of me. The hell we there's got here? Cabernet, there's oh, Pinot, there's Gold. Syrah, there's Merlot. Yeah, they got all types of weird there's, stuff. There's uh, Chianti. There's you got Red Blend. Red, red Blend, blend there. Yeah. Chianti. A fresco wine literally just means fresh. Organic grapes are harvested during the coolest hours and immediately vinified without drying and without fresco. the wine being aged in hood. There we go. In hood. In hood. I never heard of that. I don't know. Fresco. Well, I've got it, baby. I yeah, want some fresco. I guess so. Not fresca. How about a fresca? Viking Scott's in Crown Point. Scotty. What up, Scotty? Gentlemen, I want to give you a little insight on just how things even change with a business like Kansas City, the Chiefs. Yeah. So I dropped the wife off this morning at 445 at Midway, flying to Kansas City. She flies out on the charter flight with my daughter, family, friends, employees, blah, 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 on Friday. But let, So three years ago when I went, my daughter was taxed as income on the cost of hotel, ticket, mm. and right. the charter flight. Right. So this time around, though, the Chiefs charge you directly. 
So my wife's cost of her ticket is $1,750. Oof, that's face. It's, it's in the 400 level. Now, what happened when I went three years ago, the family members had lower level tickets, and they were able to purchase tickets. Well, one family member had a bunch of tickets, so he didn't want to pay that extra. So me and my daughter were able to move down. We were 24 rows up in the corner of the end zone in Miami, and that face value of the ticket was twenty four fifty three years ago. Damn. So it's, it's gotten really ridiculous. But So just it to has. give you guys a little insight, she let me know, and this is kind of still a secret, so when I went, the entertainment at the post-game party, win or lose, was Flo Rider and Pitbull. Mm. This year, I can say it's a band that has the initials C-S, or one word altogether, and then the other one, the last one, has DJ mentioned in his name. So that's two of the entertainment groups, and there's three of them total. DJ Khaled. At the post- I can't you answer can't that correctly. Anything. DJ Jazzy I- Jeff. <laughs> Well, I can tell you it's not that one. Just election. Who's he talking about? CS. Nickelback. Nickelback, stop it. Now, who oh, see, if it was the... Nickelback, guess what? I'd be paying five grand to drive down there because I love Nickelback. Damn, oh, like, like he's got, <laughs> yes, Scott. Like he's got, yes. Like he's got, yes. Yes. Front of the line, whatever yes. he wants Nickelback. to. Candy Strippers. Yes. Nickelback is great. My God. You like Nickelback. Is, is no, CS listen, Candy Strippers? Don't you let the internet warp your opinion of Nickelback. They make quality songs Terrible. for quality people. I feel like Scotty should be banned for a week now no. for liking Nickelback. Carm, you no, Carm, you're, you're being listen, old on next this. You're being old. Next, no, you're being an old guy on this. Time, listen, next That's time, terrible. next time you're no. on a run, next time you're on one of your little your little fast strolls, okay, your little jogs, <laughs> go to on Spotify or whatever you listen to. Just listen to this is Nickelback, and oh, trust yeah. me, you'll you'll run a little faster. No That's way. right, you'll be jamming. I'm baby. telling you, Chris, you guys Chris make fun went, of my choice in music. I'm making fun of yours. There's Chris no and I way went to go see them. Good. They put on a great show. No, too, I, right? but but it's also uh, the perception is why you think that they suck. I don't Come I don't on. think that. And, no. and Carm, they, they're in on the bit. They know everyone hates them, and it's them. great. It's awesome. Well, I appreciate that they're in on the bit. I don't. I like bands where the perception is bad. The perception of Coldplay is bad because a 40-year-old virgin. I love Coldplay. Mm. I think, oh, see? I think they're great. I agree with you on that. See? Coldplay yeah, is great. It's, Coldplay's awesome, but they get a bad rap because a 40-year-old virgin. And I know Nickelback gets a bad rap, but I think that's because they're just not that good. I, I think I you owe us a 10-minute segment yeah. on why you dislike Nickelback. you got to listen to some of the rock, like the heavier songs. I'll like I'll the tell heavier songs worse. are great. I'll give you <laughs> one that's I'm guessing unequivocally chain worse. Chainsmokers is what I'm guessing. Oh, Chainsmokers. That's big time. They play yeah, Vegas. They're yeah, they're, they're rough. Yeah, they're not very good. No, are they bad live? Uh, they played Vegas when... Uh, I'm just trying to find someone to see in an S. I have no idea. Chainsmokers is a good bet, Yurko. That's a good bet. That's a real good bet. That's a good bet, but yeah. he didn't say they were they were uh, DJs. He said they were a band. I don't know yeah. if I qualify Chainsmokers as a band. Okay. When I saw when we were in, when I was in Vegas How in about Crosby August, Stills without Nash without Nash. Well, Crosby would be kind of hard. Crosby hard. He died. Is he dead? <laughs> yeah. um, the residency at Wynn at the Beach Club it alternates between Marshmallow and Chainsmokers. We saw Marshmallow, so I can't speak to Chainsmokers live. It sounds we like saw him there. You guys saw him at Excess. We saw him at Encore Beach Club. Is that what okay, you guys yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what it's called, the like club parties. Okay, all right. Yeah, could they, like, yeah, they we share saw that residency. So were they not that good, Chris? No, I mean, they, they, they are. They, they get made fun of a lot because of their radio play songs. Oh, uh, okay. You know, like the songs that you hear on the radio are kind of like poppy and right. lame. I guess okay, is I a good way to put it. But yeah. they, were, they were good. Yeah, were they, they were good? good. I thought Marshmallow was good, to be honest. I mean, we were some of the older people there, but... You hey, love Marshmallow. I thought he was good. I mean, you know, and I know of him mostly because of the kids. 
because they like him and they, they watch the YouTube videos and he's such a YouTube sensation. Do you know who he is, Yerk? See, your kids are probably, I don't know if they're in numer- Marshmallow. He literally wears a marshmallow head. He's, a, he's, he's, a, he's like 25, I think. I, I mean, no God idea. bless him. Um, if you heard some of the songs, I think you'd notice them or you'd recognize probably. them. He's the DJ, but uh, the show was fun. I mean, he put he put on a you know. I'm an old man. Who? What do I know? Well, what's good and what's not? You I got thought, dead right. Shout out to Vikings. I Scott. thought it was good. How about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, shout out to Nickelback. Shout out to Vikings. Giving us the insight on the Super Bowl. And what I'm the trying to think is. of who the CS is. The best I, is I go CS and Adam goes when, Nickelback. When I sold my first <laughs> pair of tickets that I got in Green Bay. For what? For Super Bowl? For Super Bowl, yeah. I was scalping them. The one of the guys on the team, he was offering six hundred dollars. What are you, Mike Tice over here? No, no, no. I, I could say it now. It's a long time gone now. Ed West was the he was the tight end, and he was buying tickets up. Yeah. Hey, I'll give you six hundred apiece for your two Super Bowl tickets. Sign them up to me. So that's what you did. So boom, he gave me twelve hundred dollars. He got my two Super Bowl tickets. Jeez. I didn't have to worry about scalping them anywhere. Think about those Eddie West was now. taking them, and he was moving them to a ticket agent. Right. So that's the way some of them old guys. Create a little bit more revenue for themselves at the end of the season. The ticket on it was like 125, 150, the face value of the ticket. Think about what it is now. Now he just said, you heard what he said. Well, 1700 yeah, 1700 for, for, for 400 level. I'm telling you. $1,750 for 400 crazy. $4,000. Oh, my. That's, That's right. nuts. Crosstalking 15s. Carmen and York coming right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Well, now we're talking Huey Lewis in the news. Okay. Bulls briefly took a lead last night in Memphis after an impressive uh, 36 to 23 run in the third quarter, but then they got blown out in the fourth. I mean, the Bulls scored 14 fourth quarter points. That's not going to win games. They're they're listless without a point guard, man. When crunch time rolls around, especially when DeMar doesn't play, he sat just his fourth game of the year. And yeah, Zach can score, and Zach can get hot, and he did for a while in the second and third quarter. But man, oh man, when it comes to decision making, uh, they're lacking. And then Ja just had a great game. And Ja was fantastic last night, and he really closed the Bulls out. Zach Garden. Big kid. That's one thing about John Morant. There's a foul right there. One thing about John Morant, he's got great vision. He, as much as he dances with the ball and, and you, know, you see all the spectacular plays, he's a guy that's capable of getting 10 or more assists in a game. Yeah, this is, this is one of those games where you just, I mean, look at this kid. There it is. There's an explanation point for John Morant. You gotta, you gotta stay in front of him. You gotta put body on him. You gotta play him physically. If you just let him run around and do all this dancing and Floating. It's tough. Josh's so good. He's only 23. He's small, and I always wonder about small guys holding up in this league. I do. And he's tiny, Yerk. You know, he doesn't. You know, if, if he weighs a buck 80 soaking wet, it'd be a miracle, to be right. honest. You know? And I think it's 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 still a hard physical sport. You can say it all you want. I mean, it's there's physicality to it. You yes. know, he's playing with bigger guys, and, you know, little guys don't tend to hold up as well. 
And so I, I wonder about that long term. But he's so much fun to watch. He, I said this earlier, He does, and I've said it over the years, a lot of people say it. He so much reminds you of Derek. That last highlight you heard, I mean, and Stacey even said, well, that's the exclamation point. And that's what it is. It was just like that authoritative, like, now I'm free and I'm going to attack the rim. And, yeah, I might be small, but guess what? I'm up higher than anybody in the building yeah. right now. I'm going to slam it in your face. I mean, it's just one. He just is good. He's fun to watch. He's good. He reminds you of Derek. He's not as thick as Derek, but he's a better shooter. But he just has that ability to elevate and play above the rim and finish through contact. And he's got that twitchiness and that quickness that you love. And he's so much fun. He's so explosive. Memphis hasn't played its best basketball late. They're dealing with a headache constantly with Dylan Brooks, it seems like. But they're good. I mean, on talent, when they get Steven Adams back, they're really a, they're, they're a good team. Uh, not to the point, though, that they're unstoppable or all that intimidating come playoff time, I don't think, in the West. The West is going to be wild. It is open, man. It is open. And as much as I love Joker and Denver, they're not, they've got a dominant record, but they're not a dominant team. Thank you. And the numbers, the metrics indicate that. Thank you. Now, you see Joker last night, triple-double in the first half. Well, you're not surprised by that. <laughs> when you're playing Minnesota, I mean, maybe he, not. Triple-double in the first skilled. half. He is skilled. Incredible. There's a ton of skill there. The way he passes, the way yeah. he sees the floor. I mean, you, you know, can run all your offense through him. You know he owns our harness horses? No. Did you know that? Yeah. I did not know that. Look up Jokic harness racing, and you'll find him on a harness buggy. You know, sitting there riding the the the, the uh, horse yeah, from the track. Pretty sure they presented his latest MVP trophy to him. He he was like on a buggy, and yeah. he like came back to the stable. Is that what they call it? The barn there where yeah, they the keep stable. the horses. Barns. They they come. They he came back to the stable, and they're like, "Hey, uh, by the way, you're the MVP of the NBA." I'm pretty sure that's how they presented it to him. Serious? Seriously? Well, I mean, listen, he's not racing him in races. I see him. It comes he's up. training him. I, he's training yeah. him. Boy, he owns them horse. and he trains them. I wouldn't want to have to pull Jokic, uh, the Joker, on the track. He's a big man. He's wouldn't a big be man. A bad training tool. And then when you get the, the true. your normal rider on there, he's much less. That's true. Although, what does it really matter to that horse, right? I think of the scene in Seabiscuit. You know, he says, "Well, it does matter." Yeah, the horse over weighs the, two thousand pounds. It, it does matter over the course of distance, though. Whether a say a apprentice jockey weighs one hundred and thirteen at a mile and a half, mm. or if you got him on at one twenty four or one twenty six, those ten pounds might make the difference. Well, Yurko's not kidding. There's pictures all over him sitting on the back of these harness buggy. The, what do they call it? Yeah, well, you guys think I waste my time when I'm on this computer. Yeah, usually you are. I don't. I'm studying, guys. I'm with you, Yurko. I knew Thank what you. you were talking about. Thank you. Joke, Nikola Jokic seen cruising around his hometown in a horse-drawn buggy. That's what Did, the man now, does. Now type in, like, MVP announcement uh, or something. MVP because, award. Like, yeah. like he... He comes riding up, and they're like, awesome. hey, by the way, here's a, a... He's like Borat. Here's a glass ball that's now the trophy. Here you go. And he's just, like, holding it in the middle of the, the farm. Chris is right. It's from May 11th last year. Yeah. It, it, it's, that's how it's, they announced it. He's like Borat. Yeah. Very nice. And my wife, uh, she's nice. Because isn't he He's just staying there holding, like, a glass Dude, basketball? it is. He comes pulling up in this horse and buggy. It's incredible. It's right? the first thing that I hear. Look at, look at... <laughs> You know, we're used to seeing MJ get the MVP or Derrick Rose at the United Center, home court, the crowds behind you. Here comes Jokic on the horse, and they just hand it to him in the barn. This is unbelievable. He's got a Nike tank top on. (laughs) He's got shorts on with black socks and brown shoes. Yes. That's what he's wearing. Yes. That's why this guy is amazing. Like, that's just classic. I don't give a damn. I'm happy. Look, he's smiling. He's getting hugs. He just put out a cigarette. 
Yeah, he probably just put out a heater. Drink some. What do they drink over there, York? Schlieve, what's he drinking? Schlievovitz, uh, I'm sure, yeah. He's getting high. Look, he's doing the kiss on the cheek to all the guys. That mm-hmm. He's in Europe. He's back home. <laughs> they're kissing. They're hugging. Like, this guy is something else, man. And he's he like kind of looking around like, what do I do with this trophy? Yeah, I, I'm horse training horses. Funny. What am I doing here? You got you know? to Google that. You, you can't take that, that around a track, can you? For no. But either way, Denver's a great team. Well, but not in the regular season, season, but they're they're flawed. But not not great. It's going to be a wide open West. It really is. This guy might be the first since Larry Bird to rip off three straight MVP awards. I still think voter fatigue is real, but I hear from people in the know that it's becoming less and less because writers do put a lot of stock in the advanced metrics and things like that these days. And they'll be able to look at it and see it's just too ridiculous when he's on the court and when he's off. Right. And so maybe the whole notion of voter fatigue goes away. But I'm telling you, when I tell you it's real and it has been real. Do you know what helps him? Your numbers people. That's what I'm saying. That's Your what, metrics guy. That's what. That's, that's the it. pushback I get from people in the know that's when it. I say that. They're yeah. like, no, it's You can't argue against era. what you've been championing forever. It's a different era. Guys, that's you it. know what's really different about this era is I think the writers are looking at numbers and analytics. Thank you. And, and, and I think they're balls. really starting <laughs> to that's focus on that. I've been trying yeah, to make. See, yeah, I knew I heard it somewhere. I couldn't but quite enunciate it the way you just did. Poor Carmen. Thank you. I know he is. I can't wait for a time where writers start to use analytics and numbers. You know, guys, like I would really hope that that would come into play, not this popularity contest that's been in the past. But the point is, Carmen keeps trying to argue against them, and he's the champion of numbers. <laughs> I yeah. Uh, every time he talks about, it, there's no way in the world it can happen. No way. No, no, you're right. It but is. You're there's the a way. There's a way. Guy. Because you, of that, there's a way. You're, you're right. the guy that's been carrying the flag. But you know I'm what's crazy? the analytics guy. Look at me. We. I, I don't think I I've love been, numbers. I've got numbers in my pockets. Yeah. Look. But you're I the do, accountant. I they call you the accountant on the street. You know no, that. they don't. They do. Nobody calls me that. Everybody calls no, you the accountant. They come up to me. They come up to me. They have. They're like, what's it like working for Yurko and the accountant? Look at that accountant. Look at that accountant ass shirt he's wearing today. Where's your pocket protector? We're supposed to have headshots today. Well, you you know, don't so, check your email? Whoa. I was at Fremd High School. What are you, what are you talking about? The email was sent last night. I didn't see it. I don't know. I didn't look. But I'm I was I saying. was getting dressed up anyway. I was at the, I was you at say about head? What? Fremd. <laughs> oh. What's the matter with you? you want to do my taxes? I thought you said headshots. Do you want to do my taxes? Oh. I don't understand what the sexual innuendo is. Man, I'm telling you. We were supposed to get new headshots. And by the way, Michael Jordan never won three straight MVP awards. Blasphemy. Tragic. So it did once exist, but maybe it's disappearing. Why, Yurko? Because I, I don't know. The numbers, guys. Numbers. Uh, LeBron James is the final word presented by Bath Planet. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final you word. Had to have a last word. On Carmen and Yurko. Looking for James. He's got it. Coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James, a shot in history.